You are listening to Golden Voices. Welcome to Golden Voices. My name is Rob Caldor, and it's my privilege to dive deep into the world of Montefiore. In some episodes, I talk to aged care professionals who share their expertise, offering invaluable advice on how to age well. If you get a chance, listen to our last episode where I talk with Henry Chien, the allied health expert at Montefiore. But today, I chat with some of the amazing residents of Montefiore Hunters Hill. We talk about the events that have shaped who they are. Some of these events may have been major historical occurrences that have changed history, while others may be personal or specific incidents that have stayed with them. Large or small, these events have made an impact. Some events become part of the collective societal memory bank. The event is often the viewing or hearing of the occurrence and something a generation shares, be it wars, pandemics, or when someone significant passes away. Anne remembers the death of JFK vividly. I remember when Kennedy was shot. I was in a taxi going, I was a nurse, and I was in a taxi going to Prince of Wales Hospital. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I, I love Kennedy. Shocked. Often our first memories are vague, a few images in the back of our mind but they are still incredibly vivid. Gordon grew up in the north of Sydney. Both of his parents were doctors. His mother, who was a pioneering female neurosurgeon, often had to take him along to work. I remember, you know, so many times I'd be at home and the next thing the phone would ring and my mum was called out to operate on someone. And uh, I still remember being at the hospitals and things like that under my mother's arm when I was only four and five years of age. I'll look after him, I'll look after him. My mum went to theatre, operating theatre. So that's the way I grew up. Any incidents from your youth that stand out? I was uh, a member of a surf club and I used to be in a boat, a surf boat. We had a very, very big accident in the surf carnival one time on the northern beaches and uh, I was second stroke and uh, the nose started, to, we were on a wave and the nose started going down. We lost a sweep oarsman over the back and I heard dived over the back and what I heard was the nose hit the sand. When I came back, the back of the boat was like that and I caught that. We'd lost the sweep oarsman over all. I caught the back of the boat and I had nine broken ribs, a fractured spine, fractured stomach and, uh, yes, yeah, so I was very sick for a long time, so I went to hospital. And because I was so fit, which I still am fit now, there were other people injured, but not as bad as me, because the, the pain was just unreal. And I was in a private room, uh, mainly because of the, the seriousness of it, and all I knew is that there was a clock on the wall. When that clock came around, I could have some pain relief because broken ribs are so painful. I would have been in my 25, 26 years of age. Geopolitical events are often spoken about with regards to their historical significance but they also affect individuals on a micro level in ways usually not recorded by historians. Michelle recounts how one event impacted her directly. I was lucky because of my job to travel a lot. During the Six-Day War, I happened to be on a plane that was forced to land in Bahrain, and I've never forgotten this, I can tell you. And in those days, you put your religion on the passport. 
I didn't even think twice about it because I was proud of being Jewish. And of course, when we landed, these guys with Armalite rifles came on board and got us all off the plane, and then they grabbed all our passports, and I was absolutely terrified. And we waited in the terminal for I don't know how long, it seemed like ages. And then all of a sudden, we were ushered to this huge table. And all of our passports had been thrown onto this table. You had to find your own passport. The whole experience, I've never been so glad, you know, for liftoff in my life. We were just all cult, you know, rolled in together and, and um, yeah, had no idea what was going on. Michelle also remembers the effect of one of Australia's most controversial events. I think big events like the sacking of Whitlam. Well, may we say, God save the Queen. because nothing will save the Governor-General. That has been a very big event. I was still a student, I was doing my Masters. I was very engaged, and I was engaged with the Vietnam War protests as well. I've always believed in having a voice, and the Sackyal Whitlam was a classic example for me of a, personally of a major tragedy in Australian history, and a potential continuing tragedy as well. And subsequently I've read the journalist who wrote about the letters that were written between the Queen John Kerr, and then also with even someone that Charles knew about, where, you know, she was absolutely supportive of John Kerr sacking the Prime Minister. People often ask, why learn about history, as humanity has shown that they don't learn from the past? But there is no doubt that the events of the past still influence events of today. Issues around the Indigenous yes vote and so forth, I think it's, for many people, the sort of the colonial view is still paramount and... They feel threatened by any any other perspective of history. Yeah. Now I'm going to vote yes because I think the repercussions of it not being accepted are significant. It would be great if we could talk to our younger self and offer advice. Michelle ponders what she would say to her 19-year-old self. 19, I was very shy and reticent and lacked confidence. So I'd say have listen to yourself and have confidence in your own voice and learning about what that voice is and what you might want it to be. The event that influenced Maggie was her first dance. My girlfriend and I, we were so excited because we'd never been to a community dance and of course we had community halls and this is how young people socialised and heard music and actually Dance. The girls had pretty dresses on, there were no jeans, so the boys had nice, well, like chinos, you know, pants and shirts on. And it was a very colourful setting, and I remember us toddling off down a hill. We walked down Wallaroy Road and we had high heels on. We couldn't afford taxis. And then when we got to the bottom, it was Double Bay, and we had to get on a bus and go to Rose Bay. And it was a lovely big hall, timber floors, Terrific music of the 60s playing and, you know, we were all wallflowers and then the boys were there and they looking across at the girls and that it was just a different atmosphere to, than today. Very civilised. Can you remember anyone catching your eye? Standing at a wall was an Adonis with wide shoulders the blackest of hair, a sun-tanned face, long legs, black pants, white shoes and a pirate shirt on. 
I found out later he was a decathlon and he, he aspired me, a little dolly girl. He came over and asked me to dance, which I did. And he was up there and I was down there and he couldn't dance. So what did you say to each other? Oh, how are you tonight? Very well, thank you. And uh, what do you do? Uh, you know, it's very, very shy. What was the highlight of the dance? The biggest part of the night was the barn dance, the progressive barn dance. Everyone waited the fellow to say, progressive barn dance now and the roll of the drums and we'd all get in a circle. Everyone gets into the circle and when the drummer goes, you go to the next partner. You get to dance with everyone in the hall. You got to say hello, how are you? And someone might flirt with you. It was the highlight. It was just such a memorable night. So there you have it. Events that happen now and have happened in the past continue to influence us. We often ponder what if some event had a different outcome or if we had reacted differently in a situation. In retrospect, the significance of specific events may have increased, but there is also something comforting about recalling events and reliving these emotions. I'd like to thank the residents of Montefiore Hunters Hill for sharing their time and stories with me, and I look forward to getting more insight in upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening to Golden Voices. podcast has been produced by etales.com.au that's www.etales.com.au does your company or organization or even yourself need a podcast contact rob at etales.com.au